What is going on, guys? Welcome into the 465 Podcast. I know you weren't expecting to hear from me today, but here we are. And because we can't go outside, I figured, why not? Let's go inside the 465. today just Giuliano we're here and uh, I'm not doing this alone uh, it's a very special time here it's a very thought it'd be nice to try to do this more regularly uh, I want to get the boys in here get, get an update see how they're doing let's just let's just talk there's no uh, I was just telling this guest there's no set agenda I don't care where it goes I don't care how deep it goes if it doesn't go deep at all let's, let's just talk let's have a good time and let's make the best out of it so it is without further ado I introduce the first guest to inside the 465 Mr. Artie Lane. What's up, G? Thanks for having me as the first guest. Uh, thanks for coming in, buddy. It's a pleasure to speak with you always. I know we've been doing a lot of communicating lately, so I feel like I have nothing to say to you. But uh, we're going to make it work either way. But I do want to check in on you first. I know the, the, the state of the world is a little bit of a different place than it is in, in fantasy football season. How's everything going for you? Uh, hanging in there down here. It's not too bad down here. Uh, I feel for all of you guys up in the Northeast, uh, as it's much scarier up there um, than it is down here. So thankful for that for right now. But, uh, you know, working from home every day, just like probably a bunch of guys are. And so, uh, you know, just hanging in there. Days are flying by. Weeks are turning into months. Can't believe we've already been doing this for a month. Who knows how long it'll last. But, uh Hanging in there, G. Hope you are too. Yeah, I know it's uh it's a weird time up here. I actually like what you said there. Days are, you know, flying by and I really felt like that has been the case, at least uh for me recently, where I feel like the weeks just fly by. Like I look up and, you know, tomorrow's already Thursday and I'm just like, What the hell have I done all week? Really just a, a weird time. You kinda get used to being stuck at home and uh I don't know if it's the best lifestyle lifestyle to have, but you definitely you definitely get used to it and uh I mean, I'm at the point now where I went crazy weeks ago, so I'm kind of comfortable now. But uh, definitely excited for it to end when it does decide to end. But uh, let's get into let's get into happier stuff, Artie. Um, the, one of the main reasons I brought you on tonight to the first episode is because we've just been absolutely crushing the stock market together. So I want to get into that. We've gotten some big lucky breaks recently. You know, we are non-trained investors, really just you know, throwing a dart at the dartboard and hoping something some, sticks. Some may say we're slinging it, G. We're just slinging some it. Some may, <laughs> some may say we are slinging it. It's been a, it's been a, a weird couple of weeks, a couple, uh, a few weeks ago now. I don't even know. We finally had our first kind of big break 
and then it got kind of dry, got kind of slow, you know, lost some money. And then all of a sudden this morning, we just, the rocket ship took off. Apollo 13 flight controllers, listen up. Give me a go, no go for launch. Booster. Go. Retro. Go. Vital. We're go fly. Guidance. Guidance go. Surgeon. Go flight. Ecom. We're go flight. GNC. We're go. Tell me you. Go. Control. Go flight. Procedures. Go. Inco. Go. FAO. We are go. Network. Go. Recovery. Go. Capcom. We're go flight. Launch control. This is Houston. We are go for launch. Again, so if you want to get into that, let the audience know what exactly is happening, what we're looking at, what they should be looking at, and how we can all make some money together. Well, as you know, G, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, I like to pretend sometimes I do, but I don't. So we started talking, what, three, four weeks ago, more frequently as uh, it was actually, I think it spun off the, uh, the text um, asking who the stock people were from Paul in the text chain. And I said something along the lines of, uh, G recommends pen. And you text me directly and said, why the fuck are you telling people about my stock? And so then we started talking about pen. It bottomed out, got down to $4. Uh, I don't think you had traded options too much prior. I've gotten hosed on options a couple times, so I, I learned the hard way. And so kind of what Penn, I think, was at $6, and we were kind of like, hey, let's do an option to the fucking moon for January 15th. And uh, soon after, Penn started uh, having 20% gains every single day halting three or four times a day and we were just freaking rolling in it so we gained some trust and then uh you know last two weeks have been a little dry you told me that pen was going to go down to nine dollars so we got out of our call uh it has not gone down to nine dollars <laughs> i've bet on uber the wrong way probably five times uh if i uh, if I go one way, it goes the other. And so uh, I kind of bled some of my uh, profits. We got over... Uh, <laughs> God, I've, it's crazy how many stocks we've been in together now. I'm racking my brain. Uh, we bet on oil. Um, <laughs> that went bum, to bum, shit. Bum. Oil hit a all-time record low. So we both bought calls and a lot of them. Uh, OPEC did not go the way we thought it would, and they only cut 10 million barrels instead of 20 million. And then oil's kind of bottomed out, so we still have those calls. But the real one is today. And God, I, uh, my, my excitement, uh, has, has only retreated into a half chub in the last couple hours, but, uh, so I got into Netflix yesterday. For lack of funds purposes, I picked a $490 call for May 8th. This was my first time getting into a bigger stock. Usually I was playing in like the pens, single digits. And uh, you want to tell them what happened today, G? 
Yeah, I just want to um, I just want to pre- preface a couple things here because I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure if anybody who is going to listen to this knows exactly what we're talking about. So basically, we're we're betting on a stock, you know, going up or going down. And when you buy the option, you buy the option to buy 100 contracts at the current price, but assuming it goes up. But you can all, this is also a huge, I just want to preface this before anybody starts hitting already up saying, dude, I want to make money with you. It's a huge gamble. And it doesn't always yeah. work. And a couple it, of days prior, I hit my first big boy, my, uh, my first big boy option with MasterCard. And the next day, it's worth almost nothing. It's just it's just the nature of the game. So yesterday, already texted me. He's like, "Dude, get into Netflix. Get into Netflix." And I'm like, "All right. I'll, I mean, I'll try." But like, what's the point? Tried to get in dirt cheap. Didn't happen. We let it slide. Wake up today. He's like, "Dude, it's coming back down a little bit. You need to get into Netflix." So I get into Netflix with him. I ponied up. Uh, I bought two of them. Two of the options at whatever it is. $475 each. $470 each. So, <laughs> Subtle brag from G there. Uh, no, well, I wasn't the one that was going to say it. You were going to say it. Um, and then all of a sudden, it blew up. It was, I mean, there was only one hotter stock on the market today, but event, that eventually crashed down. It The option went up how, what percentage today? Uh, 140%. 140%. At the end of the day, that option that we bought at 470 was worth... 1090. 1090. At one point, it was worth 1300. Just like that, it was, it was mind blowing. I, I was, it was a day full of wins, and it was all because Artie pulled my arm, and got me into Netflix. I also want to preface it by saying, when Artie told Paul about me and Penn, Artie had zero idea that I had any stock, if I had any stocks in Penn or any money in Penn. It was just a, it was just, just once again throwing. The I dirt. just know you trying to start up some shit wasn't real but the last today the the last you know 12 12 hours have just been unbelievable and i also will state for those that don't know much about options i know some definitely do but basically you know if you look at netflix today you're expect you if you didn't know what options were you'd be expecting the stock price to be through the moon and it only went up 2.7%. Now, it did get up to 5 earlier in the day, but basically what happened was, and I text you this yesterday, was, or this morning before it opened, or I think it was yesterday, actually. I was like, look, the price is now above every analyst target, so they're all going to have to update their targets in the next couple days, and then soon after their earnings which will be on Tuesday the 21st. And then this morning before it opened, a analyst came out and said that the call or that his price target was being updated to $490, which just so happened that I had a $490 call. So that caused it to people to see that and kind of say that that could be where it goes price-wise in the next couple weeks after their earnings, obviously with the coronavirus and everyone being in. So we'll wait till Tuesday. We just have to suck it up for the next couple days. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. And then we just got to have faith that Tuesday is going to be a solid earnings and it'll go to the moon from there. Yeah, it was really just a crazy turn of events. I think, I mean, most of it happened within the first uh, 
the first hour and a half where you just look down and you're just like, holy shit, this is happening. It's, um, and we, we've been at it for over a month now and I can tell you it, it doesn't happen like that. Usually it doesn't happen that fast. A lot of things that we've been into kind of just kind of stay where they are, might go up a little bit, might go down a little bit, but really all in that same range. And today we just saw one skyrocket and, uh, we were a part of it and there's no better feeling when you're in a stock and it halts for the right reason, which means they cut it off. There's no trading for 15 minutes. If it halts because it's going through the, to the moon, you're having a good day. If because halts, we've been it's going in, the other way, <laughs> get the fuck out. Cause, cause, cause we've had that happen to us as well. Thank you. Luck and coffee. So that, I mean, that, that's, I don't want to bore you too much with stocks, but there's, that's a lot of, uh, at least what I've been doing during the quarantine, really just, uh, I would say learning stocks, but the truth is I'm just taking random guesses and hoping for the best. Cause I think that's, uh, that works best for me but um there is there is a whole nother world going on out there or at least there should be during this time i know in particular nba nba playoffs should have started either this week or next week the mlb season should have started but obviously how things are going right now there is no nba season there is no baseball season uh you know collegiate collegiate athletics all got shut down for the rest of the year right before their major playoffs Really, just a weird time in the world. I mean, to the point where we're sitting here watching all these, you know, everything that athletes are doing. For example, like the MLB put on an MLB players tournament for MLB the show. So, or ESPN was linked up with Madden and they put NFL players playing Madden against each other. And this, I'm sitting here like, what does the world come to that the only form of live action sports entertainment you can get is watching, you know, Tyreek Hill get his ass beat in Madden or watching uh you know a yankee reliever putting laying down the wood and it'll be the show it's just a, a crazy world where all of a sudden these twitch streamers and these youtube personalities just kind of took off already what, what do you kind of see at for for this landscape and I, I don't know what you've heard but i can tell you uh i looked at the possibility of like mass gatherings happening anytime soon is probably not happening so um what, where do you think the sports world kind of goes from here well first off just to go back to tyreek hill getting his ass beat he deserves getting his ass beat hmm. times have changed definitely um definitely. sorry <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was gonna be way funnier when i said it but it kind of fell flat so we all know what you meant though it's all good um so i you know it's interesting you know obviously you know i work in hotels and that's kind of the hard one of the hardest hit areas so we talk a lot about you know like today, I should have been uh, writing forecasts more. I got them all done, but um, the uh, you know when is this going to get better? And I guess at this point, the earliest possible time that we could see some normalcy looks like June, um, and that's kind of just based on trailing two months behind China. Um, and we've seen—I I won't bore everyone—but we've seen the. Uh, the hotel stats in China kind of uh, not return, but some occupancy uh, went up in the last couple of weeks as they've tried to kind of reopen their economy. So uh, we'll see, but it feels like we're two months behind China and then, you know, who knows where China's going from here in the next couple of weeks and a second wave or anything like that. So, you know, I have no idea. I have people that have told me, I don't think it's, you know, fans are going to be back in arenas or stadiums until February. And I just, you know, that might be possible. A lot of the leagues are talking about just 
starting their own, you know, basically not having fans and doing it like baseball's talking about just having everyone at their spring training facilities. So, I mean, I have no idea. And anyone that thinks they have an idea is an idiot for believing that they have any idea. So I don't know. I think we're still a couple months away from any signs of normalcy, which is pretty crazy to think about that we've already been doing this for a month and there might be two more months. And then, you know, how many more, you know, is there another stimulus check, stuff like that. So, I mean, I'll let other people talk about that, but, um, unprecedented times, obviously. Yeah, it's it's definitely um, it's it's I mean it's, it's weird. Uh, today, I don't know if you saw on Twitter there was a walk off in the um, Korean baseball league, I believe, and they're playing right now without fans. But what they're doing is um, I'll try to I'll try to put the clip in here. But what they're doing is um, they're injecting crowd noise into it. So the guy hit a walk off home run, and the fan the crowd is going crazy. But there's just cardboard fans, literally cardboard cutouts of fans in the stands. It's the funniest thing. just might be that just might be the way things go i mean you think about you know sitcoms in the 1990s where if, if it was money it was a lap track it's uh it's crazy to think that we might be headed towards there i know i know los angeles specifically um what i was reading today and it's only certain parts of los angeles because of weird however they're set up over there but they're they're thinking that you know during the summer there's not going to be any mass gatherings like that, no sporting events. And um, from what I understand, you know, LA is not as bad as the New York area and the and the Connecticut's and the New Jersey and the Long Islands. And it's it's well, if LA is not going to have mass gatherings in the summer, who's to say that you know around here is going to have any type of mass gatherings like that? So I just don't think I think we're headed towards uh, a new normal, and this it's just one of those things where things are going to change and we're going to have to adapt to it, but. Like already said, if uh, you try to predict anything, nobody really knows. All this is prediction at this point. Yeah. Have you seen the pictures of L.A., the smog, no. in the last couple of weeks? It mm-hmm. shows, like, right before people started quarantining and then, like, today. And it's a drastic change in, like, the smog. It's crazy. And I don't know how many people have been to L.A., but it's, like, nasty one time we went out to an island, which is called Catalina. Shout out Catalina Wine Mixer. Um, fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. Fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. It's the fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. It's the fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. And when you're taking the ferry out to Catalina, like you look back at L.A., it's really Long Beach, which Long Beach has more smog than L.A., but you look back and you can literally see like there's like a yellow film across the entire city so um it's pretty crazy and that's gone away for the most part in the last couple weeks without a ton of people driving around and whatnot so uh yeah it's crazy yeah what i will say is um before like our lockdown started i was um i saw something somewhere i was like the kind of like a a world view of italy and the the pollution and they did like a time, a frame by frame kind of, you know, day by day type of thing. And I think I'm pretty sure the caption to like the tweet said, it's, it's funny how if you give time to earth to heal itself, it will, because all that pollution just kind of went away. But, um, 
see, it all gets back to being depressing. I'm just trying to be happy here, Artie. We're just trying to be happy here. Trying to make the most of what we have while we have it. So let's uh, let's uh, let's talk about anything else, man. <laughs> um, what else is going on? Well, Gabby's pregnant. Well, Gabby's pregnant. Excuse me? <clears throat> uh, Gabby's pregnant. Gabby's pregnant. Yes, sir. Your wife is pregnant. Yes. So you had sex? Yes. Cheeks, cheeks have been had. Oh man, well first of all, congrats on the sex, let's fucking go, number one, number two, holy shit dude. I admire you trying to act like you're surprised, obviously oh, you've known for quite some time here, that. but come on man, like that was just, you tried and you failed, that was not a great reaction, I'm actually happy that I told you before because I would have been pretty disappointed in that <laughs> reaction. Yeah, no, you did tell me uh, a while ago now, but I wanted to give you platform to let it be so Artie, you're, when, when is she doing september 19th september 19th that means we are only oh shit it's almost five months away five months away how we feel excited nervous do we know a gender do we know a name juliano juliana yeah. uh don't know the gender yet that'll be three weeks two and a half two yeah not this friday not the following friday but the the next may 1st we find out the sex um and it's been pretty good thus far gabby's been feeling pretty well um she actually had emergency wisdom teeth surgery on monday um so that was kind of random because you're not supposed to get surgery when you're pregnant so that was kind of stressful but uh she's been feeling pretty good it's it's I, I can't explain it. It is the craziest thing ever to think about, like, to read the, like, there's all these apps, right? And it, it tells you how many days you are. It tells you the size of the baby and everything. And every week, um, it tells you a new fruit size comparison. And just to, like, to hear each week what fruit it's compared to the size, size of your baby, it's, you know, I, it's crazy. Uh, just to think about something growing at that rapid of a pace. Um, and then obviously knowing what, you know, an idea of how big it'll be when uh, she gives birth at nine months. So it's it's pretty crazy. I, it's hard to put into words for sure. But uh, we're super excited. Um, we've been trying for a couple months. So uh, we're, we're pumped. Congrats on more sex. Yes. You know, I had to. I, love, I had I love to. How, I love how adults try to be like, "Oh, yeah. we've been trying to have a baby for months." Like, yeah, you just been fucking. Yeah, I mean, you try to space it. You try, you try to not have it happen the first month. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, especially you, you need to, you need to spread it out a little bit. There you go. So, um, serious question: How much? Um, oh, what was I going for here? I was going to ask you something that was inappropriate, but only mildly inappropriate. Um, so, like, what what is that conversation like when it's like, all right, we're ready to have a kid? Because you told, I don't remember, while we were saying goodbye, like, you know, you know, this time at the draft last year, like, you know, this time next year, you know, we're trying, we're, we might be having a kid, like, we're going to try to have a kid. Like, what, what kind, how does that conversation kind of go where you're just like, 
all right, yeah, fuck it, let's have a kid? Or is it something that, because I know that, like, um, yeah, you know, my That's girlfriend works in labor and delivery, so she talks about, like, certain timing. So, like, did, did she have to, like, follow a certain schedule? And she's like, oh, this is when you could try, or, like, you can't try tonight because it's not peak, like, stuff like that. Um, yeah, so it's super weird. I was going to mention this. It's just different when you like there's the purpose behind it right uh it's just weirder right like you're used to one thing and then you're like wait this is this has meaning right um so yeah i think it's mostly uh you track you can track it um and then you know you get like that three-day window and so um you're obviously trying to convert the extra point fantasy football podcast. <laughs> oh, um, you're going for two. Actually, Ooh. no, you're not. No, no, but, no. no. But your parents point. did. Just like, oh, your oh, parents oh, oh. went for the two-point conversion. Went, they converted the two-point conversion. So, um, yeah. I mean, you just kind of know when it is, right? And then uh, there's testing to figure that out and make sure that you're accurate just because it's different for everyone. And then, you know. Shoot or shoot, though. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's that's fucking awesome. I'm happy for you. I know. Uh, I know it's uh, your world's about to change dramatically, but uh, for the better. And uh, <sighs> I just can't. I, I think the t- I think the weirdest part about our boys, or you, having a kid is just like picturing you going from you know the kid in intramural basketball throwing the fucking chair at the ref to, all right, I'm gonna be a dad. Yeah, I think that's I mean, like a, a, a awakening a moment for, you know, eventually when it's everybody else's turn, it'll be that same type of awakening a moment. It's like, damn, we went from this to now he's a dad. Yeah, it's different responsibility. Uh, you can't be a dickhead uh, as much. So, yeah, it's funny. I mean, uh, obviously, everyone has a picture of me from college. Um <laughs> And obviously I was pretty reserved to some degree just because I was always dating uh, Gabby and whatnot. So I wasn't always out and stuff like that. And everyone probably thinks, oh, yeah, Arthur missed out on the college experience. And sure, that's fine. Um, But, you know, it's just you, I don't know, you just look at things different, right? You're like, well, you still want to be, like, playful and stuff. But it's like, damn, like someone's... You know, even when you're, and you know this, living with a significant other, like, you just, you have responsibilities outside of yourself already, and then you're just adding to that, right? And so, uh, there's just more. Yeah, it's, and it's not also all about like, you anymore. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the, you know, just the financial stuff, too, like, daycare and all that stuff, it starts racking up, and so, you know, there's a lot of other things that go into it that can be stressful, but... Uh, you just got to focus on the real, the real important thing of it all. So that's what I'm trying to do. I, it sounds like, oh yeah, I, you know, I can try to put it together, but uh, I'm not there yet for sure, as you know. So mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. Hmm. But uh... yeah, I just like think about me changing diapers in five months. And I didn't know this. Gabby told me this yesterday. If a baby breastfeeds, then it's uh, 
poop doesn't smell bad, but if you give it formula, Ooh. its poop smells bad. Well, that that's, gets into a whole other conversation of, uh, you know, giving it, it's like natural stuff versus all the process. It's basically because formula is basically processed food, and that's probably why the it stinks. But that's a whole different conversation. But that's that's interesting. You're yeah. probably looking forward. You're looking forward to that the most. No. <laughs> no. So. Um, yeah. But yeah, we don't have to get too much further into it. I'm yeah. sure. Just, just one more question. What, what, what do you want, girl or boy? Uh, if you had to choose. I think we all know where I'd lean. <laughs> Would anybody answer girl to that? I don't know. I wouldn't. See, my thing, we've talked about this too. Not you, uh, Gabby and I. Yeah. Because she knows that I want a boy. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's not be like, I wouldn't be mad with a girl, obviously. It's more like, I don't know girls. Like, yep. I had two younger brothers, or I have two younger brothers, so, like, you know, just like like Jim's probably saying the same thing. Like, he just has no idea what that looks like because he had two younger brothers, too. So, you know, if I have a boy, I know what that's going to look like because I've had two younger brothers that were infants as well. Uh, if it's a girl, that's just, like, a whole nother thing. Like, when that girl, like, becomes a teenager and starts screaming at me, I'm going to be like, what the hell is going on, you know? So. Yeah, I feel, I don't see, I don't, I have nothing against if anybody wants to have a girl. I, I um, But I will say this before you fully commit to having a girl or wanting a girl, spend 20 minutes on TikTok, and I promise you, promise you, you will change your mind. <laughs> See, that's why I don't have TikTok. I was going to ask you, have you spent any time on TikTok? No. I mean, I see them on Twitter, but it's usually the good ones. It's not the, but I can only imagine. I feel like Miyagi hasn't said a word in the group chat lately. I will say, I've, uh, me, Miyagi, I've probably talked to Miyagi more the last, I mean, you you too, but more the last, pretty much since we've been locked down. I talked to him uh, once or twice a week. Um, He'll just like FaceTime me in the middle of work and then say nothing and then leave like he typically would but that's uh nice but he's doing yeah, well and he's uh how's his job his job remember the last time we talked about Miyagi on this on these airways I got in a lot of trouble <laughs> for asking him about his job oh no he's good he's got a job now <laughs> he's important. no I know that he, <laughs> he, he, he was signing remember there was a follow up to that he was like he just had an interview or something and he like signed the paperwork oh. the next couple days so i was like i was just asking man no need to get mad at me yo already if we can remember what type what episode that was because i know it was at the end of an episode so it'd be easy to find where he's like why the fuck do you want to know man yeah just freaked out fuck you i'm out Miyag's out <laughs> yeah he was pretty drunk though so uh, yeah, was, oh because he was he was supposed to be on the episode that matter of fact and he got wasted instead that might have been a different time either way yeah that might have been a different time yeah, one one time during the season, I had Miyag lined up to be the guest, and then he's like, "All right, I'll let you know when I get home." He calls me at like nine thirty. He's fucking trashed. I'm just like, "Oh, buddy." He's like, "Nah, man, I'm good. I'm good. Give me thirty minutes." And then I didn't hear from him the rest of the night. <laughs> what would have happened in those thirty minutes? So I got, you know, I got the text the next morning. I was like, "Fuck, man, I passed out." <laughs> or no, he's like, "My bad, dude. I, I I went out and then I came home and passed out." I was like, "I know you talked to me. You left me hanging." He's like, "I I called you." <laughs> Yeah, but see, this is, see, I don't know when he's telling when he's being honest in those scenarios because I, I feel like yeah. he could 
be one to exaggerate that situation. But well, I, I feel yeah. like he's just so good at it because he's so good at keeping even keel. Where like he could be completely lying to your face or telling you the truth, yes. and you would know the difference for sure. Because it's just personality. It's not like he really he doesn't really get too high. He doesn't get too low. If he gets high, it's like, <laughs> but like that's yeah. that's the extent of it. Yeah, it's very slow and even even mannered. Um. Yeah, so I will try to I will try to run back that clip there. Um, I mean, since this is the four sixty five podcast, it's going to go out to the fantasy football league. Uh, is there anything you want to any any thoughts on uh, the moves that have been happening? Brady to the Bucks. Um, you know, Austin Eckler being the main man in San Diego. Sources are saying you act now, like oh, that's possibly Odell to the Vikings. Who knows? Um, Odell's fake news? No, no, it no, probably no. Is. no, I was saying uh, you act like Austin Eckler being the starting running back. Like I'm a Justin Jackson guy, but I want BJ to keep Austin Eckler so he gets fucked. Go Chargers, okay. go. And now, go Chargers, go. Browns unveiled their uniform today. Did you see him? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see too much difference, but people were They're like exactly freaking out about them. My favorite one is just seeing all the Browns fans underneath to be in like W. There's oh, they changed so much about it, and then like the real people that are not Browns fans are like, "What the fuck happened here?" It's the same thing. I saw someone say it's like they're they're touching on their old logo or something. See the problem with the Browns, right? Like. You you throw back anything, and it's just like you're reminding your entire fan base that we sucked now and we sucked back then. So like whatever you go back to, it's not like oh those were the good days. It's like no, we fucking sucked back then too, and we suck now. And the general public doesn't care about us, nor True. do they understand what we actually changed about our jerseys. So. It's crazy to think that the best Browns team in the last like ten years was that Derek Anderson team that went like ten and six. Yeah, I mean with Braylon Edwards. Well, Braylon Edwards was the truth. What, but, what do you think I about mean, Brady to the Bucks? You think? You think? Oh, uh, I mean, think, think, baby Jesus, right? Yeah, am Jets? I right? To am lose to the I Bills right? Now next year? Yeah. What? To lose to the Bills next year? Yeah. The Jets? That's the Bills division to lose. Uh, I think. Yeah, probably. Um, Josh Allen. Bill's got Melvin Diggs. Gordon, right? I don't think so. I hope not. Got Melvin. Don't tell Gordon. me that. I'd be so mad. I want to keep Devin Singletary. So I if they signed another running back. I'm fucked. Who? What team is Melvin Gordon on? I don't think he signed anywhere. Oh, he's on the Broncos. That's right. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, your boy Philip Lindsay gone. I mean, not gone, but done. Yeah, that's fine. He was a bum. That was a bad trade. But we told you that when it happened. What do you think about Hooper to the Browns, though? That's your boy. Hooper to the Browns. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, Baker, Baker's, Baker's Baker. You know what's been real funny? That guy that Barstool signed. That guy that would just put Twitter on. It would put videos up on Twitter. Uh, of Colin, Ka- him impersonating people, oh, especially yeah, yeah. Colin um, Cowherd. The Jimmy. Colin Cowherd one is so good, and he just always talks about Baker because that's all Colin Cowherd can talk about. But it is such a good 
impersonation. Yeah, that's um, that guy. That guy definitely blew up quick. Um, but I, th- I think the uh, the Browns are just such a scam. Like I don't. I well, don't know. should be. So we much talked. To, than we talked are. about that last year. I I remember saying on this podcast that I thought that they were overhyped, um, and a lot of people were touting that after they you know they made all those moves. Everyone was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah," and then after a while that kind of wore off and people before the season even started were like no they suck they're they're going to be underwhelming and then obviously they were extremely underwhelming but yeah we'll see i mean they got they got some pieces but uh i don't know it must just be a personality thing yeah but i think um even if the who's, rumors who's their head coach now man i forget all this stuff the Browns head coach? Yeah, they got a new they got a new coach. I know it's not Kitchen. Hold on, I'll look it up. Browns head coach. Kevin Stefanski, like. <laughs> oh, okay. Kinda looks like Jay from that picture. Yeah, he kinda does. Damn. Um The offensive coordinator of the Vikings. Yeah, Is Baker better than Kirk Cousins embrace the bait? I don't know. Uh yeah, I'd, I'd pass on both. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, eh. Yeah. I th- I've, I feel like this guy was like, he was kind of rumored to be like a, a head coaching candidate, and people were like, what the hell? Why? And then Cleveland, of course. And then everyone was like, yeah, that makes sense. Someone that the general public thinks shouldn't be a head coach. And the Browns were like, yes. <laughs> I think that they they clearly have the pieces there to if they can put it together it'll, it'll be nice. I think if they unless they get a huge haul for Odell, they should keep Odell because what you saw was you know Jarvis Landry have a good year because of all the pressure on Odell and all the coverage on Odell. Now you add Austin Hooper, you know a tight end that can actually catch the ball. Shout out David Njoku. I think that they'll be better off with Odell there, but obviously you're not going to pay him just to be a decoy. You need to get the man's the ball, and Baker just needs to lob it up to him because we see, we've see we seen what happens when you lob up the ball to Odell Beckham. It all comes um, down to Baker, right? Like if Baker can absolutely. have a year more like his rookie season rather than last year, then the, all those pieces make sense. If he can't, then it doesn't matter who's out there. It's not going to help. Now, do you think... I don't know how I got here, but I think it's because you said Baker, and then I remember Baker versus Lamar in the playoffs a couple years ago, um, or fighting for a playoff spot a couple years ago, and obviously Lamar took that next step. Baker did not. Uh, Lamar, MVP, kind of got exposed in the playoffs. Do you think we're going to see more of that from Action Jackson, or uh, was that the beginning of the end already? Well, this is – so we always talk about sophomore slumps, right? This was yeah. really the guy's freshman year, right? Like he didn't play much his his first season. Am I right? Yep. Or was he a rookie last year? No, no this was his second year because Allen drafted him. Allen only drafts sophomores as his QB, and they always work out. And he out. hits every single time, but he never so wins anything. That's three years in a row, right? Yeah, Jackson. Wentz. Jackson, Mahomes, and Wentz, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So what I was going to say is I think that, you know, we always talk about this, at least I always try to, is he, they have 
their first big year in the league where they play a lot of games all these d coordinators get the film and then they start tweaking stuff obviously um the titans figured something out this year uh in that time frame that they had so the question is you know especially now with all these guys doing absolutely nothing uh just breaking down film you know are there other things that they're going to find that they can expose so that's always the question uh, you know he's obviously extremely talented but i don't think he has as big of a year as he did uh this past year and Mah- we saw some of that with mahomes too right yep. this past year he he didn't have as great of a year as the year prior now they obviously got it done when it was all said and done but so i definitely believe that you know, you can trick people once, and then once they get tape and have some time to digest it, it's much harder to do it again. So who, who, in your opinion, is the first quarterback off the board come fantasy football time? Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I would <laughs> I, That's exactly who I would have said. Um I think we, we all know him. that we, we all know Greg Payne is going to get up there and just take <laughs> him way too early. I it's don't want to hear nothing about this next pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, man. Yeah, I think Mahomes is, I mean, I think, he, you know, he showed exactly what he is when he's healthy, and he is insane. And, and he can move. You know, obviously he doesn't have Jackson to speed, but he can He can move if when he needs to, and he's just a really fucking good quarterback, and I think that's a beginning of a strong, long dynasty there in Kansas City. Uh, speaking about the fantasy football draft, if it does happen, if there is a fantasy football season, which I'm hoping there is. Um, so let's, uh, let's, let's talk that. Who do you think, let's just say hypothetically, who's your first five picks in this year's draft? <laughs> um, throwing me on the spot here. I think, you know, Christian McCaffrey's up there at number one. I'd be shocked if he wasn't the first picked running back. Um, you got Saquon. Um, who else you got? You know, I'm trying to think. Help me out here, running backs. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, uh, Todd Gurley might. Todd Gurley. Some might say he could be top five just with being on the Falcons. Maybe Gabe will take him top five, but I don't know if he's going to go top five. I mean, I'm trying to think of guys. You just threw this completely on the <laughs> No, I understand. I'm going to help you out. So, like, I'm thinking along the lines like Dalvin Cook, Zeke. Yeah, yeah Zeke. Where's how guy, could I forget Zeke? guy like Zeke? Aaron Jones go who scored fucking, you know, 18 touchdowns last year? Yeah, how, how could I forget about my boy Zeke? Yeah, I think that Zeke's up there. Um, I think Dalvin Camaro. Cook's probably top five. Would you say, Camara, and you know what do you do with a guy like Kenyon Drake, for example, who took the job from David Johnson? <laughs> yeah, what do you I do mean, with we didn't even talk about DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins getting traded. I'm I'm devastated. I'm devastated as a as a lifelong three year Houston Texan fan. I am devastated. Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins was the combo we needed, and now it's. Kyler Murray to DeAndre. I mean, DeAndre is DeAndre. I think if Kyler can get in the ball, he's going to be fine. But my my heart really hurts for Deshaun Watson because who the fuck is he going to throw the ball to now? Will yeah. Fuller? Brandon Cooks? B, B, BJ hopes so. What? BJ loves Brandon Cooks. 
And you got Will Fuller. I like Will Fuller, too. He can't stay on the field. You got two burners. You got two guys that are going to run down the field when you could have DeAndre, who's just going to catch any ball you throw his way. I don't, yeah, I don't see well, David Johnson. Come on. <laughs> David Johnson. Joe Bryan's an idiot. For DeAndre Hopkins in his fucking prime. David Johnson. In his contract. Mm. Like, they're paying for his contract, too. Oh, like, I would have been like, yo, Cardinals, you can take DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson, but you're paying the majority of his bum-ass contract. And, and not for nothing, I know Carlos Hyde is your boy, and I think he's a chode, no. and I can't stand him. He was a damn good running back for them and not getting paid that much money. Yeah. I mean, I just like having Carlos Hyde on my team and actually being played because he's still hiding on Mike's bench. And, James, I will never, ever forget that you were the one that said that on these airways, and I'm still laughing from it. I'm still laughing. I'm glad. I don't know if I'm it was because it was Mike up, or it was the actual that's, that's joke. I think the two combined just really pushed it over the edge. I will say, speaking of James, I'm glad you brought him up, actually. James and running backs. We saw, you know, quote-unquote playoff Damien, shout-out Joe Buck, go ham in the playoffs, go ham in the Super Bowl. Does somebody fall in that trap again where they're in love with Damien Williams? Someone for sure does. And it won't be James because let me tell you what we all do, and I'm guilty of this as well. We all get burned by someone and we go, fuck that guy. We are not picking him next year. This year, that was Dalvin Cook for me. He burned me last year. <laughs> I didn't, I completely avoided him, could have taken him, I think twice. I think I was, what, yeah. the second one, second to last pick? I think I could have picked him on the back end, you know, the first round or the second round. I passed him twice. Le'Veon Bell, motherfuckers. Imagine taking James Conner instead of Dalvin Cook. Unbelievable. And so, but James Conner, it'd be very easy for me to say, don't touch James Conner. But, you know, that he oh, might be. going to steal next year. So there you go. So we I all do it. Get, I think if you can get Dalvin, I mean Dalvin Cook, you can get James Conner probably in the third or fourth round next year with Big Ben back. I take it. Third or fourth round? That's, That's not going to happen. He's not going any Come lower on. than that. He's not Come going on. any lower than that. Come on. If Joe Mixon can go in the third round, he's not going any lower than that. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a Joe better Mixon. offense, a better O-line. Nah, I'll take the fuck out of James Conner. So, going he back to He didn't burn it. me, though, because right? I had him his first year. So, I, I still have that love for James Conner because he didn't burn me. Yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day, this has been my problem the last couple of years. I just don't have reliable running backs i've blown it on a steelers running back two years in a row and you know i still make the playoffs i still win a playoff round or two or lose in the first round i don't even remember what happened this past season Me neither. all i know is it ended in disappointment and james connor had a lot to do with that i just can't get yeah, it right you found your way out you found your it's way my out. missing you piece man if I, you give me a running back the last two years, and, you know, we're calling me the two-time champ. I don't want to get into nicknames. There's such a blur. Two-time champ, one-time champ, three-time runner. We even won the They're league. Bad like, I, I forget who won. They're just bad nicknames, bro. I forget who won. You know exactly who won. I forget. I don't know. Don't do this. You're acting like him right now by doing this. No. 
I'm not. I, I don't freaking <laughs> I don't remember who won because BJ won. Yeah, for the third why, time. Why, BJ why won. Why you gotta Why you gotta say that? I'm fucking mad, bro. Because I'm fucking mad. See, you just gave him the satisfaction. I did not. Uh, don't worry. I'm gonna edit that shit out. What I'm trying to say is, I'm a three-time runner-up, and I'm not happy about it. It broke my heart. So, it my heart. so let's just do this now. Yep. So, are we saying that eh, it's hard to compare? I know. Well, no. Let's do this. Yeah. So, you sounded are, so much like Colin Cowherd, Cal, Colin Cowherd, <laughs> Colin Cowherd when you said that. So let's do this, because I think it's a fair comparison at this point. So are we saying that, you know, you are just far superior to BJ when it comes to fantasy football because you've lost in the championship a couple times with, you know, a tougher team, and BJ's all or nothing, right? He's a first-round exit, or he doesn't even make the playoffs, or he wins the championship. It yeah. it comes out a lot like Michael Jordan and LeBron James, you know. I will say, you, you you're I, LeBron James. You've won a champion. You've won a championship. You know. Lost yeah, three. LeBron's won a couple, but he's won a couple. But I'm he's been sure right he there. One and three, though. He started one and three. He's been right there, you know. And yeah, no, and me. I'm LeBron. And the other guy, the other guy wins yeah. it the whole thing a couple times but then a couple other times he loses in the first round or he doesn't even make the playoffs and people say oh bj is the best fantasy football player ever because he won three times all three times he got to the championship whereas you're always right there and that guy sometimes doesn't even make the playoffs you can't you can't go one in 15 the year before and, and be the goat in my opinion i'm not saying i'm the goat but what I'm saying is BJ can't be the goal and be 1-15. Nobody's ever had a, a record. BJ had the worst two-year stretch in in 465 fantasy football history. Correct. Correct. The worst. You can't do that. I will say this. I think the league's been He was irrelevant as irrelevant can be. And you know what? I kind of, while it was happening, I was like, oh, that's kind of weird, like BJ not being in it. I don't know if I like this. But now that he's back in it, I'm like, fuck this shit. And you know the funny thing is, BJ was so against expansion too. He was so against it. Well, that's and, <sighs> and I tried. I tried real hard to convince him. I even gave him the old BJ. You know, we're just adding two people that don't know what they're doing. And well, we that did. was true. Um, we did. We did do that. Great job, Kamish. Uh, Adam Thielen for Ronald Jones second. And so. He, I was like, man, there's more money in the pot, and there's, you know, the same amount of people that are actually com- contending, and he was, oh no, 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 and then he goes and wins it. You're welcome. I will say, I'm, I'm still with BJ on that though. Even on the commissioner, I didn't really want to go to twelve. Uh, we could have well, honestly. How about, how about how about this? Let's talk about this as well. Mike Avina keeps gonna, saying that he's, say. you know, this team next year. That's what I was gonna say. If, if Mike, well, I don't, I, I don't say, know. Like, Mike, does Mike he think someone's getting hours. taken out? Nah, nobody's. No. See, if Mike drop didn't drop out twenty four hours in advance, he dropped out like a month before. We'd still be a ten team league. <laughs> oh, that's just the way it is. He he called me twenty four hours before. I was at Wooden Tap with G Pain. 
And he called me. He said, gee, buddy, I don't think I'm, I can do the league. I'm like, bro, it is 24 hours before the draft. You're oh, telling me this man. now. You could have told me a month ago we'd still be 10 teams. Oh, man. Now we have 11 teams, and we're trying to figure this shit out. So thank you, Paul, for coming through. But it was just – it was it was that close. And, and I, 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 I don't really mind having a talk team league. I don't think our teams really took that big of a hit. I don't think anybody's team was, like, super, super bad. I'm I'm pretty sure G Payne finished last during the regular season, but his, his if he had a better regular season, his team would have fucking shat on everybody in the playoffs. So it's just one of those things where I feel like it, it took a little more strategy, but it, by the end of the year, everybody still had the can, kind of same even team. Not one team really blew it all away. Yeah, I mean, I I enjoy additional people. Um, so, you know, does it feel a little weird not having the core group? Yeah, but you could say that I'm not even in the core group, so I, I won't discriminate. Yeah, you've been in the league long enough. You're all right. But yeah, we can say but, that. You can never say that because we didn't get invited to your wedding. But that's that's a whole different podcast. Speaking of which, you know, this is a great time to say thank you so much, uh, Greg Payne, for sending the Save the Dates out to me. I really appreciate you involving me in this. I thought I would be on the cut list. Uh, I'm sorry for anyone that's listening that did not receive a save the date. Unfortunately, I think that means you're not invited. So I apologize to those people, but I am glad to know that I got, uh, I made the cut. So thanks, G Payne. I love you, buddy. I'm going to let you have that one. I'm not going to say anything. Well, you heard it from Marty first. If you, if you didn't get that save the date, sorry. You're not invited to the wedding. Um, I'll go check the mailbox. But that's that's all I can say about that. You've gotten one. We talked about it. Don't lie. You got one. So Listen, we, sure we know that they've been you, sent out. And make, so me and you were invited. So bad, I haven't man. confirmed with anyone else. You're but gonna be, you're gonna if you're listening to this bad. and you did not get one, I think it's safe to say that you were not invited. Wow. Artie, don't do this to them. They don't know. So... Thank you, uh, G-Pain. Thank you. Looks like I'm going to have to have G-Pain on the next podcast to explain himself. I could have easily been the cut. I didn't invite you to mine. I totally get it. If you, I texted you personally and said, I totally get it. If you are not going to invite me, I don't. You know, that's totally fine. And, yeah. you know, you came through, G-Pain. And for that, I will forever love you. G-Pain is a better man than you. For sure. And no one's doubting that. I mean, there's only a certain person that will interview a crack addict on the side of the road and have him dance on camera and put it on the news. A next, a next week episode. Nah, a next week's episode of the Inside the Four Six Five. We have G Pain on why you weren't invited. Break it down for you boys. Stay tuned. Damn, G Pain's. Alrighty, I don't like what you started here. I think you, you just you just sent the ripple effect through the league. <laughs> Amen. Speaking of G Payne, do you think uh, he's ever going to be relevant in fantasy football, or is it just one of those things where he's just going to keep paying money every year? You know, I think I think a great example was <laughs> I'm picturing him in his car right now, being like, "Stinking G." <laughs> I think a great example of Greg is uh, DraftKings. Uh, you know, he never really played much. He got a little taste of victory 
and then he, he was the first one in every single week. And he I think that'll continue in the next year. And you know what? He ain't gonna win shit next year. He went on, remember, <laughs> in DraftKings. At one point, he won like football. two or three weeks in a row, and I was just like, I literally texted Greg. I was like, Greg, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what the he, hell happened? He he started buying lineups. It's the only <laughs> it's the only reasonable answer. I mean, there's oh, no way that that guy started crunching numbers himself and came up with those good lineups that many weeks in a row. It just didn't happen. He paid someone for him. Man, Artie. You, you just actually triggered me a little bit because, you know, there, there was a while there we were riding with Luke Kobe Glockenberg on some of these college basketball lineups, and uh, we know how that turned out. So all I know we is did. Luke took our money and <laughs> we won nothing because of it. And then he started his own. <laughs> and doesn't send us the lineups. I tweet them out. Yeah, because I'm going to check that shit. Yeah. So Kobe. And then the basketball season got canceled, so who cares? Yeah. Real convenient that he started buying, getting our money for lineups, and the season got canceled. <laughs> Real fucking convenient. Uh. So, what what sport do you think come back, comes back first? Golf. I mean, they've already said that they're coming back June fourteenth. I think, and it makes the most sense, right? Because they're yeah, that makes golf. sense. I see I snaps mean, of Canf, Canf on the golf course, so that does make sense. Yeah, I was out there a couple weeks ago, got to play, uh, got the call in the middle of the day that uh, tea time at this private course in Charleston that's freaking badass, and man, it was a it was a great day. So, Canef hmm. has to pay for his rounds. I luckily wow. have a buddy that knows everyone, so thankfully I don't because it's an expensive game, boys. True that. Um, and it's interesting you know, Greg Payne talked about wanting to schedule a golf trip and that he wanted to play more golf. And so when you talk to him on these airways, I'd love to hear how many times he's played golf. Yeah. Since uh, then. I'll I'll definitely inquire that. I will say, um, Ooh, Jimmy just sent the text to the group saying the Buccaneers are looking to trade OJ Howard. Fuck you, OJ Howard. Um, that's because Tom Brady said, I will not play with this guy. I think Tom Brady will make O.J. Howard a beast, but that's just... He obviously doesn't think so, or they wouldn't be trading him. And, uh, you know, just to get off golf for a second, I I know Jake Glazer had some big announcement that he's supposed to announce at 11 o'clock, so keep your eyes open for that. I don't know what's going on. but uh, 11 o'clock? Yeah, I don't know why the fuck it's 11 o'clock. But um, I will say, if it's something weird like Gronk's coming out of retirement to join the Bucks, then this O.J. Howard thing makes sense. That'd be awesome. I would. Uh, I don't know what I would do with myself because I've already committed to George Kittle from the for the the immediate future. But if Rob Gronkowski comes out of retirement, I might have to change my plans. Real tough. Uh, going back to golf, I actually texted Kenneth a couple weeks before this quarantine started because I wanted to get into golf and I just needed. I just had some questions I need to ask the golf guru and because uh, I want to get more into golf too. Because you know, as a as a grown grown man in the United States. Uh, in the in the corporate world, it's probably good if you know a little bit about golf, or at least can you know shoot the ball straight. Uh, unfortunately, I can't do that. I can't do that at all. And uh, now you know we're locked up, so th- my golf career just never took off the ground. And I'll probably just put on hold again until next year, like I've done the last three to four years. You know, I I 
the crazy thing about golf is it takes one shot every single time. One shot that you hit a great shot on, and it's like you just got to get back. And uh, so, you know, if Greg's playing, I hope he has that one shot that makes keeps bringing him back. I'll never forget that. I hope I hope G Payne saved that video. There was like this one outtake that he posted on Snapchat where he did it for like a news article and he just completely botched, like he just completely missed the ball. And it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Because G Payne, no matter what he does, whether it's bowling, golf, he just has the weirdest form. And it is hysterical to watch it work. It it does work. When he hits it right, it works, but it just it it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's like my it's like my shot in basketball, how it makes no sense, but sometimes it goes in. That's basically it. Yep. So everyone should get into golf though. It's a great game. It is. It is. Um all right. Uh what else you want to talk about, bud? Floor is yours. Uh we man, I don't have much else. I'd love to hear you uh be recorded and talk about your new job hosing Americans in the healthcare system. Hosing Americans in the healthcare system? Yeah. I don't do that. Big dog. I do nothing that, I do nothing that affects the uh the scam that is insurance. I mean, you work for the scam. Yeah. Just like it's... multiple other People in, that. that will be listening to this podcast too. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure you that. all sleep great at night. Um, well, meanwhile, in my insurance premium is going to go through the roof because of this kid. So thanks a lot, assholes. Yeah, but we had that talk today where you're you're balling now because you're going to get that that large uh, tax break because of a kid. True. True. That the stimulus <laughs> that check put you back in your place because it's because it's an inv- advanced tax credit. Yeah. If you have a kid in 2020, you still get the $500 just at the end of the year. That's pretty cool. Which That's will be cool. $2,500 as a tax credit, to which G pointed out won't come anywhere close to actually covering the physical How expenses, which is completely true. I was I was talking to somebody from work today because she was telling me how her, her uh, stimulus check came in, how it was, you know, uh, because she's married and has a kid. It was like, uh, I think it was $500 a kid, and then it was $2,400 if you're married. Yeah. Um, yes, yes, so, it is. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just single. Um, and, and I was like, oh, not for you. You, you get that 29, you get that 2900 uh, thing. You're like, you're balling or whatnot. And plus a tax break at the end of the year. And I, I just had this, I literally just had this conversation with you. So I knew it was coming back to me anyway. And I was just like, oh, look at you getting that tax break at the end of the year. She's like, yeah, but I, after how much I spend on this kid, it doesn't mean anything. I was like, I literally just told my friend the same thing. Thank you. Because daycare itself, fun fact for you guys out there, daycare, it's like $120 a week. That's, that would a be, uh, that would be a cheap daycare. That's what I'm I, saying. I know people, my old boss paid 250 a kid per week he had two kids so it was 500 dollars a week for daycare he spent That's two grand a month for daycare yes so he spent 20 basically 25k a year on daycare fuck that don't get silly boys wrap that thing wrap that thing we don't need no kids we need no little so. gyms no little browns little jays no little miogs no little pains no Definitely no little Pauls. Mm-mm. God, God. Don't do it. 
God, no. Don't do it. Don't do it. I think. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we always talked about next next person to propose. Hmm. And so, you know, I started that conversation being the first one to do. So now we've hmm. gotten to the kids. So I think it's, I think it's the right time to uh, throw in who will be the next person to have a kid. Well, I mean, at this rate, it's got to be Greg. Otherwise, it's a... Uh, I disagree. It's going to be one of them kids where it's like, uh, oh, surprise. Well, I mean, look, we're, we're all still very young. That's uh, what I'm saying. A lot can change in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So I personally don't think that Greg would be the next person. You know, his soon-to-be wife will is a uh, television anchor. Honestly, Greg might not be the next person to get married. Based on the date that was on that Save the Date, um, <laughs> there there is plenty of time for someone else to to slide in there. You yeah. know, I know Jim hasn't been to Las Vegas in a couple months at least, um, and that will probably be a first move of his once this quarantine's all said and done. So, you know. Who gets there's, up there's, and gets married in Vegas first, Jim or Miyag? Say that again? Jim or Miyag, who gets married in Vegas first? It's got to be Jim. It's got to be Jim. No, I think Miyag has this weird obsession. Not weird obsession. Very normal obsession with the casino. Um, so I could see him just going to Vegas one time. You know, it's all it takes. And just winning a lot of money. And instead of just blowing it all on black like he normally does, he's going to be like, hey, man. Want to get married? I think that's okay. it. That's it. I just, I just see it more likely with Jim that that would happen, and I think Jim would agree with that. Mm. But There's part of me that's like, I see Jim, and I think like uh, the Godfather. Like I think, you know, you come to me on the day of my son's wedding, you ask me for a favor, stuff like that. Like I, I think that just needs to happen for Jim. Yeah, that's probably true. It's probably a huge event. There's a I lot of like people. His, doing him, his, would... his dad stands at the door of the chapel and kisses everyone on the forehead as they walk in. Hey, we going to AC after this? <laughs> hey, 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 G, good to see you again, but tell him how good AC was. Jim, we didn't go to AC. <laughs> um. Oh, Jimmy likes the BBWs. Wait till you see this Brajol walk down the aisle. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, no. I, so I think it's Miyagi. I think Miyagi's 100% would be the one to be like, fuck it, man. I'm getting married in Vegas. So you think Come on, Miyagi. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. Um, <laughs> so you are saying that Greg is the next one to get married. And then Miog's after? Are you putting Miog no, ahead no, of No, I'm just Greg? saying in general, I think, I think Miog is going to be like, I think Miog's just going to get married randomly one day and not tell anybody. I feel like if there's one person most likely to do that, it'd be Miog. Well, I mean, he has a track record of disappearing off the face of the earth, so. Yes, exactly that. Okay, I hear you on that. So that's, that's, my, that's my So you think prediction. Greg is the next to both get married and to have a child? It all depends, and I think you 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 briefly mentioned it. You know, they both they're both in television. 
and they both are you know does does did they put career their careers before raising family or did they put raising a family before their career it's that's it's their own personal opinion that could be they, want a, that could be right your, they could have a kid right away that could i've set up quite the episode for when you and greg speak i mean i've given <laughs> you all this content yeah no we um, appreciate it so i'm gonna go out there and say that bj is the next person to have a kid bj might get married now that you said bj BJ might get married before, before Greg, Greg as well. Before Greg. I I could see it. Based on the conversations I, I that I've had with BJ, if you don't that does not BJ, sound... I don't, I, don't want to, I, don't, I don't want to, you know, put it in your head, but I will say, based on the save the date that Artie and I received, um, it's late 2021, so there's a lot of time there. So... A lot of time there. Yeah, I can see that. So, I didn't say Mary... He might, he might, but I think that BJ is the uh, stone cold pick at next person to have a child. What do you think they serve it? Serve it as wedding? Which lunchables? Well, there's Dr Pepper. There's what I don't even know the lunch. Definitely gonna be, to be Dr honest. Pepper toast. Yeah, they probably have a Dr Pepper fountain. Damn. And, uh, you know, UPS is probably still in business at that point because Amazon's put a hold to their shipping service. Um, for now. For now. So, I mean, but we're we're talking that that's not too far away here. So BJ probably still works at UPS. Um, his mom probably ships all the party favors to everyone. Mm-hmm. And they receive them while they're at the wedding. With a pair of socks each. Definitely. So, hmm. I can start start it see to see it uh, forming in front of our eyes, but uh, that's I'm, BJ I'm is BJ my pick, on, and he can he can share his his life story where it's going. I know he he sent me a text the other day that he needed uh, me to cover for him if someone called. So, but I'll let him. What? I'll let him give the details on that. No, no, no. It's not. A, it's not a sketchy thing. It's not as sketchy as I just made it sound. I it sounds it. extremely <laughs> sketchy. Just, now that I'm, I'm replaying what I just said in my head, I'm just like, yo, like this guy just killed a man, and he told me not to tell nobody. But no, it's not like that. It's not I mean, that. it's no, all good But things. his 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 love situation, um, you could, based on knowing that, and you just saying what you said. Uh, it seems like there is a path to that being quite the juicy story. No, no, it's, it, that I can tell you, I, I either hyped it up or over. I, I definitely oversold it. It's not as big of a deal as I'm making it sound like. But um, that's unfortunate. It's, uh, it's you know he's uh. I actually forgot about BJ when we were having this conversation when this conversation first started. So um, BJ actually makes perfect sense. I wouldn't be surprised if. If that does happen, I feel that. I mean, it doesn't at this point, that. you know, some might be saying, "What the hell are you doing, G?" But yeah, I know, you know, that's that's just... that's another it's a story yeah. for another time, or yeah. or Alan for that matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. No pressure, Who Alan. Knows? I'm no putting pressure. all the pressure on G. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, just put, let's just put the pressure on uh, BJ. Okay, BJ. I don't think he needs the pressure. I think he's there. Do you think? Do you think BJ stops winning fans football for good once he gets married? I hope so. 
no, I think it. I think his obsession only only intensifies at that point. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I just interesting. You know, maybe he maybe he quits the softball league, and <laughs> you know, and then this becomes even more the focus. You know, because he needs to. If he drops the softball league, that's big commitment from him. Well, you know, he we had to draft at 9 a.m. because he had to get to a softball game, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's not happening again this year, but. um. Well, who knows if we're uh, even having a draft Well, yeah, we don't know if we're drafting. Um, I know part of the reason, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier in the podcast, but part of the reason why you told me uh, about you and Gabby having a kid on the way in the first place was to kind of just let me know ahead of time, like, hey, dude, we need to get this draft done as early as possible. Yeah, I mean, that was that was that was my segue non non serious way of segging way segging into it. Hey, dude, can we can we do the draft early as possible? Why? Uh, I might be having a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that sounds good. Yeah, I think it's a testimony to my commitment to this league that that was one of the things that I thought of. No, I agree. No. I, 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 that's the first thing I thought. I was like, he's a true, he's a true four sixty five er right there. Well, I just enjoyed. I enjoyed our time together last year. I wish that you know Jay and James actually showed, um, but Lonzo it was kid. good. It was good to see everyone. I obviously hadn't seen anyone since uh, we left college, which is you know not ideal Five years for now. me. Probably ideal Five for years. all of you, but uh, it was good to good to see everyone. Yeah, that was a that was a that was a great great fucking time. I will say, I'm trying to trying to plan in advance here. I'm thinking maybe we can even try to do it in Atlantic City, just because technically that'd be closer for you. God forbid something happening, you need to leave. Uh, we'd do it early enough oh, that if I, we've had I've had conversations hmm. doing to do <laughs> with other things. Uh, it would actually be real funny if if you you she was in labor while we were drafting and like you had like the you know like the six pick or something and you're like on the clock but the kids coming out and we're just that would like, not be funny that would funny. not be no, funny I hope that happens all right that's the plan we are not starting the draft until Gabby goes into labor which you know if she goes into labor September nineteenth you know season's already two weeks draft, done if you draft after the season starts. Your record will be based on the points they scored the first two weeks, so that's going to change the draft strategy a little bit. Think about it. BJ just quit the league. Yeah, right. Imagine too much change. Yeah, too much McCaffrey. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. That's exciting. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, we'll make it work. Obviously, we'll make it work. We want to. We'll, the goal is to have everybody there this year. We don't want uh, no man left behind. I mean, as long as Jim doesn't just randomly schedule boys trips without his actual boys. But, you know. Yeah, well. Who knows? It's that, well, that well, like I said, it's that low debt versus high debt life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Preach. Preach it. OJ Howard. Fucking OJ Howard. Yeah. All right, well, we'll make it work. Um, yeah, we're almost an hour 20 in, so we'll just wrap this bitch up. Um, and we'll do it. So, Artie, I want to thank you so much for being on the first installment of Inside the 465. Um, this was fun, so thank you for coming out and thank you for taking the time. Uh, is there anything you want to say to the people before I let you go? Uh, 
miss everyone. Love you all. Uh, it's it's a little different, right? Not being able to talk shit about each other. Tried to keep it above above board this time around, to some degree. Uh, hard times. We got to be more positive. We got to love our neighbors, right, Jen? We got to love our neighbors. And so uh, I hope everyone stays safe, stays well, and uh, look forward to getting together very soon. And thanks, G Payne, for the wedding invite. <laughs> Thank you so much, Artie. Guys, uh, like I said, the plan is I, I got nothing but time now. And I imagine that's the case for a lot of you. So we can, I, w- I would like to do this a little more regularly, even if, you know, it doesn't, and they don't all have to happen, you know, a week in, a week apart. We can, you know, literally, if somebody wanted to record tomorrow, and uh, actually today, well, by the time you hear this, we can put it out next week. I'd rather, honestly, put out a bunch in a row. I got nothing but time. Let's uh, let's just talk about nothing. Let's talk about something. Let's uh, let's do it again next week. Next week, and uh, this podcast, like any other podcast you ever heard my voice on, ends with three words and three words only. Love you guys. Shut up, Jay. <laughs> That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. Okay, I don't know what. Whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. No, there it is. We are gonna do sting. Yeah. Okay, but. Now, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. Okay. There's no words there to play us out. What does that mean, to play us out? Sting is going to do, it's a video, Sting video. What is, for credits. I don't know what that means, to play us out. What does that mean? To end the show? Yeah, yeah. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it. Again, five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a... I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks.